WHHH-FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. And good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, in the Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC studios on this Sunday, December 5th, 2021. It is the first Sunday of the last month of the year. And what a year it has been. Uh, This year, we've introduced you to some people that just think are doing something really cool. And therefore, I think that they are people that you should know. And as it is the beginning of the month, I have a new person who I believe is someone you should know. If you're on Facebook, you're probably in the group Black Dollar. And if you're not, then you're missing out. Black Dollar has become a destination for people right here in central Indiana to look up black businesses and see how they can get the job that they need done through that black business. So let's say, you know, you're looking for someone to build a fence, but you want to spend your money with a black business. Well, you go on Facebook in the Black Dollar Group, and sure enough, you type in that information, there you will find someone who says, hey, I do fences, or if you don't see them, you put in your request, does anybody know somebody who does fences? You'll get all of these responses. And that has been good news for a lot of small and black businesses right here in central Indiana. So as we head into the Christmas season, that's definitely someplace that you want to be. You want to join that Facebook group. So we'll tell you about Black Dollar, but we'll also tell you about the person who came up with the idea and now has thousands of people in this Facebook group and making a difference. This morning, we will introduce you to Carmen Pumpkin Davenport. She is December's person that I think you should know. We'll talk with her coming up in just a few minutes. But also this morning, we will have um, all open lines, open mic, open lines coming up this morning at around 8.30. Not necessarily here to debate the issue, but we do want to talk and just get a gauge of the room. Take a test of the temperature to see is Indiana paying attention to what is happening at the Supreme Court right now? Uh, The rules when it comes to uh, abortion, Roe versus Wade, we have come to a point where it is no longer a maybe that if certain folks get on the court or if certain folks get into office that uh, women are going to be losing their right to abortion. We're no longer at just the maybe point. We are there. That debate is happening. Uh, it's a real thing. The possibility that women may not be able to have abortions anywhere in this country or in certain states is real now. And you know, Indiana is one of those places. So we're not here to necessarily debate the issue. I just want to know, are you all paying attention? Do you see what's going on? Do you know that this is a real thing now? It's not a maybe. It's not a maybe one day we'll get there. We are there. We'll have that conversation coming up this morning at 8.30. But first, let's get you caught up on what is happening today in the news. A 16-year-old is now facing charges for the murder of three people found dead in a wooded area on the south side of Indianapolis back in October. 
16-year-old Caden Smith is being charged as an adult following the killings of 17-year-old Abdullah Mubarak, 18-year-old Joseph Thomas, and 22-year-old Michael James. The Marion County Prosecutor's Office said Smith was identified as a suspect through his communication with the victims prior to their murders. Investigators say they've found what is believed to be the murder weapon in the 16-year-old's home. Caden is now facing a slew of charges, including murder, robbery, and dangerous possession of a machine gun. An Indianapolis Metropolitan Police officer is now charged with drunk driving in connection to a hit-and-run crash that happened last month. According to CBS4, Gregory Rosino was off-duty and in his personal car when police say he allegedly crashed his car and left the scene of the crash near Southport Road and Tibbs Avenue. Police say Rosino was not in the car when police found it, but of course, they connected it to him after running the plates. Rosino was charged with operating a vehicle while intoxicated and endangering a person. Rosino was a 23-year veteran of IMPD and was assigned to the downtown district. He's now on administrative duty while an investigation continues. And in case you forgot, we are still in a pandemic and the state of Indiana is treating the most cases of COVID that we've seen since January. Just this week, the State Department of Health reported 57 deaths and 5,600 new cases of COVID in a single day. That is pushing our seven-day positivity rate to 13%. The state says the new Delta variant was responsible for 90% of the samples tested this month. In the forecast, we'll have an active week with chances of rain and some snow. Today, we'll see that rain with a high of 54 degrees. Tomorrow, we'll drop back down as the wind kicks up and keeps us at a high of 38 degrees for Monday. We could see that snow Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Right now, it is 34 degrees in Indy. And... At 8.06 on this Sunday morning, it's time to introduce you to December's person that you should know. It is Carmen Punkin Davenport. She is the creator of the Black Dollar Facebook group. Again, as you're listening to the radio, if you have not uh, joined Black Dollar, now's the time while we're talking about it. Get on Facebook, type in Black Dollar, not Black Dollar, Black Dollar. I'm saying it the way you spell it, B-L-A-C-K-D-O-L-L. A, Black Dollar is where you need to go on Facebook. And now let me introduce you to the person who created Black Dollar. It is Carmen Punkin Davenport. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Cameron? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. It was it was really good. Good. I just, uh, I rested a lot. Good, good. I needed some rest. I had a dream yesterday that I was talking to you. You on the radio, it was yesterday's dream. I had a dream that after I got done talking to you, I fell asleep and the rest, we went to commercial break and we never came back because I fell asleep. So I needed that rest because I literally woke up and was like, oh my God, did was there music playing? Was, was there nothing playing? What happened? So I, got oh, a good, wow. so I got a good night's rest last night. So let's talk about Black Dollar. Um, it is it's a Facebook group now with thousands of people. I first found out a black, about Black Dollar, I think it was last year. Um, uh-huh. and you know, you can go in there and, and, and type in what you're looking for. Um, what, what people, what I realized was, you know, people were going through and posting the same thing. Hey, do you know a guy who does fences? Do you know a guy who cleans cars? 
And I, then I realized you can just go type in the search at the top and <laughs> it'll bring all those up. So tell us how you got the idea to do Black Dollar. Um, the, there's several reasons why it came about, but primarily it was because I felt so disconnected from our community. Mm-hmm. Completely disconnected. You know, you can, you can ride down any major street and you can find uh, Latina businesses, you can find Asian businesses, you can find white businesses, but you can't find black business. You can't just look and say, oh, that's a black business, unless somebody tells you about it. Mm-hmm. So I felt there needed to be a space where people could go, and if they needed something in the black community, wanted to support black, they could go there and everything would be in one place. And you... Now, the second piece of it, because, you know, word of mouth is really, really big right now. But the second piece of it is sometimes I have a need that can't wait two weeks for an appointment. Mm-hmm. And so if my pipe busts right now and I call somebody, they may tell me to go out there and step my water off and they may not be able to get to me until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. In Black Valley, if my pipe busts right now, I likely can get somebody to my house today. Mm-hmm. And so the two main reasons is really to reconnect the community and try to meet needs as we actually need them. Now, during the pandemic, I created it during the pandemic because I wanted to make sure that our people could still eat. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know when I started it whether or not it would work. I originally thought it'll probably be me and my little 500 Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. Little did I know, it was a need in the community that was not just mine. You know, you, so you mentioned that I you, remember you, waking you, up and a friend of mine called and said, Davenport, you're like at 15,000. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, it was just a blessing to see that I wasn't the only one that felt this was something that our community was passionate for. So, and you, so managing you, the page you you, you mentioned that you've got lesson. you mentioned that you thought you would just have you know these five hundred uh, friends you know on Facebook. I'm on there right now. There are thirty nine point eight people in this Facebook group. Thirty nine point eight thousand people. It is yes. Isn't it a blessing though to bring that many black people in one space? Well, well. And for for people who don't know, you you just talked about how you um, you know if you post something on there today, you're probably going to find somebody today. Just an example: a woman posted need to book with a moving company. She posted that six minutes ago, uh, six, like sixteen minutes ago. Already, she has eight comments. Somebody says, "Hey, truck ready." Info in your inbox, or somebody's tagging somebody, or tagging a company, tagging another company. Uh, someone says, "Me." Somebody says, "I'll be there today." And you can message any of these people. And as you said, it's it's hard to find a directory when when especially when it, this time last year when we were heavy on, you know, support black businesses and, and shop black. Um, it was hard to find. Well, where are these places? 
now they can go to you and find it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any time of the day or night, by the way. Um, there, there is a downtime, which is um, usually between two and five or six, because there's, there's six of us that manage to pay. Mm-hmm. And we just do it in between work, family, our own businesses, kids, um, me writing, all that. We just, we just do it in between everything else we're doing all day long. What's the response you've gotten from business owners who may have benefited from a post on Black Dollar Indie? Oh, wow. Um, the response has been amazing. There are businesses that have called me and said, my doors would have been shut had it not been for Black Dollar. You know, my family was able to eat because of Black Dollar. I went from a small business who may have had, I'll tell you, I, this happened to me yesterday, a small business that that went from ordering one box of chicken wings to eight boxes of chicken wings just because I stopped in and did a live review. And I, I love to do those, by the way. My my body doesn't like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> but I love to show up at a business and do a live review about a person's products and services. Mm-hmm. And um, the very first one I did was Gordon's Milkshake. Okay. And um, we've, I think we may have been uh, live about four or five months, maybe. And they were talking about he was going to close. So I went down and did a review, and he said after that his lines were out the door, Mm -hmm. down the street. And I just think that um, that kind of impact in our community is so valuable. You know, I always talk about us, Black Dollar being the virtual simulation of of Black Wall Street. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's um, like it's it's so valuable. <laughs> I'm, I'm so full every day, just seeing people, you know, be able to make it and grow, and they have different opportunities. And you know, we try to do um, development talks on the page. We, you know, it's 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 a lot more than just reconnecting us, but it's about finding ways to help the community grow as well. Uh, give us a call if you've heard about Black Dollar, if you've got a, if you're a business and you've been on it and it's helped you out, or if you're uh, a customer uh, who's been looking for someone to help you and you used and you have used Black Dollar Indy to get the job done, or it has helped you, give us a call so we can hear uh, how it all worked out for you. 40,000 people on this Facebook page um, all about helping black businesses of all types. I've, I've seen I've seen everything on there from, um, you know, looking for a baker to looking to a, for a mover to a fencer to a driver to uh, somebody who does hair. You name it. It's it's already there with 40,000 people um, who are benefiting from this in some way. So give us a call. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Um, you know, a lot of people on Facebook, they know your name as Punkin Davenport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about you for a second, because um, 
you're also an author of a children's book. Um, I am. And so, so there, there is much more to Punk and Davenport than just Black Dollar, as this is the segment of Someone You Should Know. Uh, tell us about you, and tell us what your, your name on your book is. Um, well, I'm Carmen Davenport. Uh, I am billing manager by day and advocate by life. Um, I've been in the nonprofit healthcare sector for, for almost 30 years. And um, my book is called Nosy Near. Mm-hmm. It's a five-series book. Only three have been published so far. But it's an exploration into the Bible. And it's um, from a five-year-old's point of view. It is written in play format to encourage interactive reading. It is meant for more than one person to read the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, The first one is uh, Nosy Near, the big book. And it's just the basics of the Bible. And then we have seven days, which is the creation. And the third one is man, oh man, which is the creation of man. And so we start out in Genesis and we're just going to keep going. Uh, the book uh, series is Nosy Nia. You can check it out. And uh, it is you know, on Facebook, she's Punk and Davenport, but her books are her real name, Carmen Davenport. So this morning, you have now got to know Carmen Punkin Davenport. Uh, and some folks want to talk to you on our phone lines, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? This is uh, Tanya Martin. Good morning. You're live on the air. Thank you. So um, I've been listening, and yes, I use Black Dollar. Um, I needed a fit. Um, and I put on there, I need somebody to come and do a fence. And somebody, uh, I had like three hits. And um, I do like the part that she talked about, the development part, because out of the three hits I got, uh, all three called me, but only two showed up. And so um, I got my fence fixed. Um, and also, just the part that her talking about the development is then she has also went on there and said, okay, business people are reaching out to you, you guys got to be professional too. Mm. So um, I've, I've used it for my hair. Um, I'm about to use it because uh, I need to get my whole house, all the floors done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I'm going first. Mm-hmm. Did we lose you? Nope, nope, I'm still here. Okay, I, we lost you for a second. I couldn't hear what you said. You said you're trying to, you're about to use it for your house next? I'm, I'm about to call them because uh, I need to do floors. All okay. The way through the house. Carmen, what what does it mean to you? I know you see the comments and people saying thank you and different things like that, but what does it mean to you to actually hear somebody say, I use what she created and look how it's helped me? Um, it, it means a lot to me because it means that um my purpose is is actually creating an impact. It's meeting needs. Um and we're able to keep our monies in our community. And I know sometimes that um, we do have those instances where uh, people will call somebody and they may not come back and different things like that. And and I always encourage people to um, put their experience, their Black experience out there, because it's also out there for us to give us a better decision-making power so that we are actually getting the best services from the best businesses in the city. 
317-239-9696. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Kevin, I have one question. Okay. Why is she struggling for money? You know who I want to point to? I want to point to Tony Mason. He and Marshawn have already wasted that $5 million of this so-called grant to help her out. And he's turned his back on the community. He's claiming he's got COVID. He's uh, acting like he's too sick to come to the community to tell them what he had done with $5 million of that money and the interest off the other uh, $15 million that's now in the bank. So Tony hasn't showed up. We've talked about him on your program for many days. Uh, she should be fully funded and be, and be paid. I mean, that's what colored people have problem, right? They have problem with paying other colored people. And like she said, you have to be professional, though. When you're a professional, you get paid. A lot of problem with black businesses are when they do black on black business. Well, that's when they uh, feel like they have to overrule or marshal over them and not pay them their money. So that's the that's the problem she's going to face. But what needs to be done, we need to have a whole ring put around her of consultants, of tech people, and everything else to develop her business because it is viable. People want to do business with black people, right, Kevin? Mm -hmm. They want to do this. Mm -hmm. wealthy, wealthy white people especially, they want you to help them, but you got to be professional. you got to have a business where you have a facility where you can provide your service in comfort. If you don't have that, then you don't need to come to the list. But listen, she's got the right idea. Where's Tony Mason? Him and Marshawn then spent $5 million of that money on cars and clothes. And Mark, the Mark Merrill was on the other program talking about spending All the right. rest on dope. All right. So uh, we need to, we need to uh, get them ringed in. If we don't ring them in, Cameron, they're going to trick all that money up on, on cars, clothes, and dope. We need to watch them. Thanks, right. Cameron. Thank you, Larry. Uh, Carmen, that's Larry. He's one of our regulars. Um, he's always okay. he's always got something interesting to bring to the table. And uh, he actually was asking part of what I was going to ask you next. With the success, because I, I did not hear you say that you were looking for money or anything like that. But, no. Um, but still, with the success that you have had, on Black Dollar, have you ever had um, anybody from the city or any of these development groups or um, any of these nonprofits reach out to you and say, hey, you're doing something that's working and it's benefiting the same people we're trying to benefit? Um, has Have you been contacted by anybody to say, hey, how can we team up or as simple as, hey, we saw what you're doing. Good job. Uh, no. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> just, just a simple no. <laughs> okay. All right. A simple, a simple answer. Um, I, I did wonder about that because again, you've got all these groups who and city organizations that are supposed to be helping uh, businesses, um, and you're doing it just through Facebook, making making a huge difference um, every time somebody posts on Facebook. We got some more callers. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Good morning. This is. Uh, good morning. This is Tony Banks, and uh, I just wanted to call in and say that uh, I think what Carmen is doing is an uh, absolute godsend. Uh, not only is she uh, a positive force for the black community, but I also believe and personally think that she's doing a great justice for the city of Indianapolis as a whole 
Uh, I'm I'm part of uh, the Black Dollar Facebook. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to ask her a question. Uh, as with anything positive, when it comes to the black community, for example, Black Lives Matter, uh, is there is there a a I don't know how to how to state this, but is is there a movement uh, on Facebook on the Facebook page uh, of trolling or what have you? Uh, is anyone trying to infiltrate what you're trying to do on social media? Because, um, you know, it started off very positive, and I hope it continues that way. Again, I'm a great fan. Love what you're doing. Uh, I'll wait for your response. Hey, thank you so much for the call. Uh, that's a good question. There, There is, and I think that with any type of structure in place you have people who don't really like how you put things together so we've had people who started their own black dollar pages and kind of changed the name a little bit um, because they don't like the structure of the page for instance um, we allow businesses to advertise two days a week and the reason that we do two days a week is because we we don't want to saturate it with ads and get away from the foundation, which is the customer's need. Mm-hmm. We just want to make sure that the black businesses always has first dibs at anything that we need. But I don't want to saturate the page with ads and then it not be a customer-based page. Mm-hmm. And so um, you get a lot of people who they just they don't like that it's two days. They don't they don't like the rules and different things like that. And so I find myself at times even referring them to other resources. You know, I say I, I understand that Black Dollar may not be your one stop shop. It may not be exactly everything that you need. But I encourage you to pull from all of the Black resources that are out there. And so we we do have people doing similar things out there. And, um, you know, it's okay. You know, I feel like the more people that are trying to help the community, the merrier. Uh, we got a couple minutes left, and you got some more folks who are calling in. 317-239-9696. Let's try to blow through a couple of these real quick. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Kim. Kim, you're live on the air. What's on your mind? Hi. I just wanted to congratulate um, her and, uh, and let her know that this is awesome. This is exactly what the city needs. Um, it's actually what is, is needed elsewhere as well, but in particularly in Indianapolis. Um also, I have a problem with when we form groups like Black Dollar and, you know, such on. A lot of people want to tell you what your group should look like or what your business should look like. It is what it is. She's doing a perfect job. Obviously, it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some things could help to benefit her for um, money. You know, I, I, knew, uh, I know, uh, Larry, was it Larry Connie? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Someone said something about, about money. Um, you know, possibly she could form, and you know, this is just, just, just me, just saying. You know, possibly she could form different statuses for the group. You know, maybe a gold status, a gold status. You know, you have to pay in order to get some access. You know, different things like that. I think will bring in money for her. That's just an example. Doesn't have to be. But if that's something that she thinks that might work for her down the line, perfect. If not, 
continue to do what you're doing. One thing people will do is try to tell you how to run your business and what it should look like. It looks like what it is. It's doing just fine. Find ways to grow down the line that works for you and just keep on helping people and being, you know, a, a beacon of joy and light in our community. Thank you so much for your call. What was your name? Kim. Kim, thank you so much for listening and, and supporting black businesses and black dollar. We appreciate you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Let me jump to another call real quick. Caller online two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Sherelle. Sherelle, you're live on the air. What's on your mind? Yes, I was calling in. I just personally want to thank Pumpkin for giving myself a platform to promote my work. Uh, I'm a natural hairstylist. I go by the name of Press by Renee. And since I've been uh, in the salon doing hair, I utilize those advertisement days, and it has brought me a lot of clients. So I just want to call in and thank her for doing such an awesome job with the page and just let her know that she has all the support in the hair community. Hey, thank you so much for calling thank and you. supporting. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. One more call. Uh, Carmen, you're a popular person, as I already <laughs> knew. <laughs> caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron. I'm, I'm glad I'm the last caller. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't know anything about this program, but I am going to investigate it. And I also wanted to say uh, congratulations to this young lady uh, because it's difficult trying to start a, a, a business that is actually community-oriented to help other businesses. So if there's anybody out there that's sitting there saying, you know, I can't do it, no, go ahead and do it. And uh, like the young lady just said, you know, if it's your idea, uh, 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 follow through with that idea. Don't don't let people uh, discourage you and uh, with all this other uh, unnecessary negativity. I would like to see Larry come on here and talk about what he's actually doing for the community instead of complaining about the community. And this is Paul. And I want y'all to have a great day. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, Carmen, a lot of callers there. Folks are still calling, but we got to go to our next segment. Um, As you can see, as I already knew, you're making a difference. You've got, uh, again, 40,000 people. Well, it's 39.8. By the end of the day, it'll probably be up to 40,000 and counting um, of, of people who are in the group Black Dollar India. It's a private group, so Pumpkin, Pumpkin's got to let you in, uh, her and her <laughs> other uh, other moderators. Um, but type it in, Black Dollar India, and literally as we've been on the air this morning, uh, people are already up at this hour, you know, on there. Hey, I need somebody. Somebody just said I need somebody to uh, come fix a headlight before 3 p.m. today, and in the, in the past 15 minutes, she's already got people Here's my website. Here's my prices and other folks saying, hey, what, you know, DM me. I'll DM you, whatever. So you're making a huge difference at all hours of the day. What's next for you as, as Carmen Punkin Davenport, as an author? And what's next for Black Dollar? Um, I, I want to first say that if you look for the group, make sure you look up Black Dollar Envy. We are also on Instagram as Black Dollar Envy. And we also have a website, blackdollarindy.com. And so if we have any events, you can find those there. I'm also doing video highlights of businesses on Instagram. So please, please, please follow us on Instagram. And the one big project that I have been working on, and I'll tell the world today, um, is creating a A to Z program for businesses, starting with the IEHSA. Now, we have some programs in the city. And I've I've literally taken them just to see if they were really A to Z, and we know, and I haven't found one that's A to Z. And so um, 
just trying to gather the resources that I need to create it is is where I am. That's next for Black Dollar. As for me, I'm just going to keep writing. Um, I have a another book coming out called Tricky Colors, which is kind of a reverse psychology look at colors. You know, um, when you, they say when you look at red, it's it's this, but I say when you look at red, it's that. Definition of black. They say when you look at black, it's this, but I want you to I want you to look at what I see when I see the word black, and it's also a children's book. All right. Uh, what's the website? The um, website for for your Black Dollar. Oh no, Nozania. Yeah, <laughs> Nozania.com. Nosynia.com is for the children's book written by Carmen Davenport. And if you want to join Black Dollar uh, by Punkin Davenport, go to Facebook, Black Dollar, D-O-L-L-A-N-D, and put your request to join in the group. Thank you to everybody to call. And uh, congratulations on all of your success, uh, Carmen. Thank you for what you do in, in helping our businesses, especially uh, through the pandemic when it was looking uh, real dark for a lot of people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Carmen Davenport is December's someone you should know on the Open Line Show. Thank you so much and happy holidays to you, Carmen. Same to you. All right. Still to come here on the Open Line Show, it's time to go open lines and open mic uh, to talk about are you guys paying attention to what is happening? We're no longer at a hypothetical point when it comes to Roe versus Wade. I'm talking about the right for a woman to decide if she can have or should have or will have an abortion. When the previous president came in, you know, it was a possibility that he would put some folks on the court uh, that may overturn it so that a woman cannot decide. Now we're no longer at if they're going to do that. There's enough people who are saying, we might just do that. And you need to pay attention because we're no longer at a hypothetical. We are there. So this morning, I'm not really trying to have a debate about should a woman have the right to choose or not. I want to know, are you paying attention? Because Indiana is one of the states that if the Supreme Court says no more abortion immediately, this will be a place where you can't do that for any reason. Some states, it'll be for, uh, you know, severe cases of rape or other things like that, where even then some places in the country will not let you have an abortion. So are you paying attention? Call me 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. I definitely want to hear from the women of the state on this one. Call me right now. We'll talk about it more when the Open Line Show on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC continues. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 
And welcome back to the Open Line Show. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, on this Sunday, December 5th, 2021. Uh, thank you to Carmen Punk and Davenport for spending some time with us this morning. She is this month's person you should know. Again, if you missed it, uh, go to Facebook and type in Black Dollar Indy to see uh, the Indy's directory for all things black businesses. If you are a business, you need to be there. And uh, if you're looking, because we all are, need somebody to help us do something, you also need to be in Black Dollar Indy. Thank you to Carmen. She is this month's person, you should know. Uh, so, hey, with the last uh, half of the show here, I want to talk about uh, what's happening that's going to affect every single person, every single woman in this country. If some folks on the Supreme Court uh, decide to go along with some new proposed laws uh, in Mississippi and Texas. Uh, for nearly 50 years, it has been undoubtedly, it's unquestioned that a woman in the United States, if she so chooses, can have an abortion. But for the first time, uh, and that was because of Roe versus Wade, almost 50 years ago, 48 years ago. Now, fast forward to today. There are people on the Supreme Court who um, say, well, you know, I'm not so sure that that is actually the case. I don't know that a woman actually has the right to choose, and I may decide to vote in a certain way that will allow some states to totally ban abortion. Some states, like Indiana, will severely limit abortion. Some states, like uh, Missouri and Alabama, will make it so that a woman can't even have an abortion under cases of incest and rape. Or even if uh, your life is on the line, there are women who, um, if they have a baby— and the doctor says, if you have this baby, you may die. The baby may survive, but you may die or you both may die. Some states will say, sorry, can't have an abortion. Indiana is one of those states that says uh, they will severely, they've already got uh, laws that are ready to go to severely limit um, an abortion. And so this, for the longest, has been something that it was kind of seen as a maybe this might happen if you get more conservative judges on the Supreme Court, and then maybe this might be something they take up. Now we're at a point where actually this is something that they are taking up, and this is something that could change in the next year. With this being on the books for the past 50 years, you have to be literally in your upper 60s to even understand a life where a woman does not have the right to make that decision for herself. So, you know, my, my mother's in her 50s and my father is in, is in his early 60s. Even with this law being on the books for nearly 50 years, the two of them have never even been of age, if you know what I'm saying, when, uh, when a woman didn't have the right to choose. So you've got to be in your upper 60s past retirement for you to even remember a day where a woman wasn't allowed to make that decision and so as some folks wanted to go back in time, here we are, where that is a real possibility that um, that right could be taken away from you. So this morning, I want to hear from you to know, are you guys paying attention? Do you, have you heard that this is a big thing, that this is where we actually are? 317-239-9696. Again, I'm not really trying to, to, to debate, should the woman have the right to choose? Should You want to call in and tell us that? Fine. But I really want to know, are you even paying attention? Do you realize that this isn't questionable anymore, that this is where we are? And I'm also wondering, as one of the Supreme Court judges said herself, if we repeal this, 
uh, the one, this woman's right. What about all the other rights that we say are in the Constitution? Like uh, everyone is able to get the same education no matter their skin color or a woman's right to vote um, or a person's right to freedom. That's literally where we are. Your First Amendment right, your gun right. That's where we are now. Again, this is not, well, maybe this is something that might happen if certain people get in office. No, we're there. And this isn't something that maybe this will affect my kids. No, this is something that's going to affect you and your kids right now, next year. If this is repealed, this, this may be, re- if they make a vote on it, it could happen in the summer. And in that instance, there are over a dozen states that immediately, that same second, will make it illegal for a woman to get an abortion in that state. And they'll have to travel somewhere else. If you've got the money to travel and do that, okay. But not everybody does. And every circumstance is different. So just what do you think? 317-239-9696. I want to see if you're paying attention. I'm just gauging the room here. Let's go to the phone lines. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Tarsha. Good morning. You're live on the air. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, in regards to you saying, um, you know, are we paying attention? Uh, definitely paying attention. Um, the good old boys, once again, are, are sneaking, you know, into the room. And they've always been in the room. But they're sneaking around um, the um, House, um, the Supreme Court, and um, making those uh, decisions or trying to make those decisions and weed out um, the conservatives. Um, I definitely think that um, it's something that we are going to have to uh, look forward to happening within the next, like you said, blink of, blink of an eye. It's going to happen mm-hmm. um, whether we want it to or not. So we have to prepare ourselves. But on the flip side for them, um, you know, they complain about people being on welfare, mm-hmm. people having handouts and things and such. What do you think is going to happen if a lot of these women who can't afford, like you said, to travel elsewhere or don't want to have that baby or have that baby and stuck in poverty? What do you think is going to happen? They're going to be on welfare. They're going to look for handouts. They have no choice. That's what they're going to have to do. So I want to know what are they going to be prepared to do when they do pass this? Because they will. Let's just be real. They will. They're going to get their way. That's what they've been trying to do. So when they do it, what is going to happen to those people at or below the poverty line? I mean, right now, where is the poverty line? You know, it's very, it's a very fine line. So those women are going to suffer and families are going to suffer. Mm -hmm. Some of us think we're above it. Some of us think it's not going to happen to us, but what happens to you when it's someone in your family? Are Mm -hmm. you going to leave the child in the cold? Are you going to have to put the bill and help somehow, some way when it could have been avoided and that woman could have made the decision on her own, whether you're pro or not. So I just want to know, um, you know, what are they trying to do? And I know it's about power. It's all about power. They're just trying to take it back. Just like you said, they're going to go back and repeal a lot of things. You know, I, I can see Brown versus Board easily being brought back up. You know, schools being segregated again. It's just going to be a whole mess. And it's going to open a can for our society to go in a loophole even more. Thank you so much for the call. And you bring up a, a very good point. Thank you for the call. You brought up the point that I was getting ready to go to next with um, you know, the, the social programs, there was someone who said, and I, and I can't remember who, who said it. It was an official person who said, well, you know, if, if a woman doesn't have the baby, she can just drop it off at the hospital. And then what? They just said, no, just drop it off at the hospital. Well, and then what? We've got uh, the president right now trying to put forth an infrastructure bill that would help uh, social services and help with human infrastructure. And as, as, as she just mentioned, Folks don't even want to help do that. So when these babies do come up, 
you know, you're saying, well, we'll just have them. Somebody will take care of them. But when it's time to say, hey, we need help taking care of them, we literally have our government, our legislators, our senators are like, mm, not our problem. Can't we, we don't. Yeah, we're not. We don't have the money for that. 317-239-9696. The question is just, are you paying attention? Not really trying to debate the issue because we don't have that much time left in the show. Uh, but I just want to know, are you paying attention? 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, it's unfortunate, uh, Cameron, but this is not about abortion. It's about states' rights. And I'm sorry it had to come to the front on this issue, but our state legislation is the most powerful legislative body in the, in the nation, over Congress, over the Senate, and everything else. The state legislature holds all the power within the sovereign state. So they can't let this slip away, uh, that wrong case. All it done is is advocate the state's right to legislate on their own behalf because you have different regions of this country, different attitudes and everything else. So it's not about abortion. And I can't believe how the pastors and women are, 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 are out clamoring for our own extermination. I'm going to stop you right there, Larry, because you're right. absolutely right. Thank you. I, actually, somebody recorded me saying that Larry's absolutely right on this one. Um what would happen if, if the Supreme Court said um, that abortions can be restricted in some places? It doesn't mean abortion in all 50 states will be banned immediately. That's not what this means. What it means is that each state can immediately decide if they want to allow abortions in their state at all or to what extent. So in some places, probably like California and New York, probably nothing will change because the state legislators who, as Larry said, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Larry's absolutely right. It's those folks who you vote for. So your people who work at your state house will get to decide. Um, so in California, nothing's going to change. New York, Illinois, nothing's going to change because those are Democrat places. But in places like Indiana, there's going to be some restrictions. There will be restrictions. Why? Because we have a supermajority of conservative Republicans who run our state. And then you have places that are deep red, like Alabama, that'll be like, you can't even have an abortion under any circumstances. So Larry is absolutely right that this wouldn't be a total ban, but it allows, it could allow, If 20, you may have 25 states who say, yes, you can have an abortion, and 25 states who say no. Are you paying attention? 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Ilana. And yes, I'm paying attention. I'm not from this state. I was raised in California. So I remember walking on the line and I'm young, but I have done abortion clinic protections for those who needed to go in. But like your previous callers have said, there's, there's more to this than people realize. This is about returning the Caucasian group to the, the supreme, superiority that they had. It's their women that it's going to really and truly hurt mm -hmm. because they're the ones who are voting these same men back in who are into the, the misogynistic attitude that goes back from the 40s and 50s, and they're trying to return the white population to the majority in this country so that they can do the same things that, if you notice, we're getting a repeat. Time is repeating itself. We're going through a lot of the things that went on in my mother's day. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what this is about. And everyone needs to look at this and pay attention. It's not necessary. It's not just about state rights, which is included in how many um, you have in your population. Mm-hmm. It is also about power over everything. It's it's this is widespread because the white majority has been losing its ground because of the different mixings that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And they're get they're losing more and more groups that they can lump in with them. They need to increase their population so that they can get the power again. They don't like the fact that the minority is fighting back. Well, thank we you have so to watch. Thank you so much for the call. You talked about how this is things that was happening in your mother's day and the slogan was let's make America great Again, the judges that are on the Supreme Court were put in by Donald Trump, and they said that we would bring up this issue again. So it's not uh, they're just making all this up. It all is connected, and they said what they were going to do. My point this morning is that it is happening, and are you paying attention? And you are. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. Thank you. We got a couple more minutes left in the show. 317-239-9696. They told you what was happening. They told you what they were going to do. And I'm letting you know this morning, it is actually happening. So the question is, are you paying attention? 317-239-9696. we got five minutes left in the show, and the phone lines are hot. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Are you talking to me? I am. You're live on the air. you got about a minute. Okay. Uh, I'm 64. Okay. And I want to point out that um, uh, uh, Larry called in and mentioned states' rights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um uh, what that is, states' rights, it's just a veiled way of saying that we're going to return to majority control of absolutely everything, mm-hmm. kind of like you just discussed. And I'd like to point out that there was a case decided in 67 by the Supreme Court that had to do with grown men and women being able to decide who they could marry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unfortunately, Indiana was one of a handful of states that had to quit that had to quit restricting marriage licenses on racial on on a racial basis. Mm-hmm. Indiana honestly was one of those few states and 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 that's one of your most basic rights right there. And 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 I what I see is a uh, an erosion of rights. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Yes sir. Thank you. He brings up an excellent point. Uh, one of the uh, one of the Supreme Court justices herself, uh, Sonia Sotomayor, said, OK, if we do this, then what about everything else? What about Brown versus versus uh, Board of Education? What about interracial marriage, as, as he as he just said in that call? What about these other things? If we've already said the Constitution says you can do this. Now we're taking things back out. Then where do we stop if we start this? Are you paying attention this morning? 317-239-9696. Uh, three minutes left in the show. A couple more calls. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello. You're live on the air. Yes, yes good morning. Uh, my name is Joseph, and I want to say to that, back in the day, uh, you know, people not having abortions, it was an influx of uh, kids that needed to be adopted and stuff like that. And then you're going to get people that's going to uh, have abortions and and, and and end up dying from some from complications mm-hmm. of not being properly medical and everything. You're absolutely and right. That's all I have to say about that. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm going to take one more call because we've got uh, just a 
two minutes left in the show, so I'm going to ask caller on line three. Good morning. You've got 30 seconds. What's on your mind? You're our last call. Good morning. This is Kalila. Kalila, you got 30 seconds. I wonder how many people actually write and uh, letters or emails to their representatives, state and federal representative, and let them know how you feel. I write letters to my congressman, especially Andre, all the time, Carson, mm-hmm. and he actually writes me back. But how many people, it boils down to go vote and let your representatives know how you feel. We the people. Vote, vote. Let them know. Write letters. Call them. Let them know. Not just calling you, but thank you for your platform. Thank you, Kalila, for bringing that point up. You are absolutely a thousand percent right. Thank you so much. Uh, And as she mentioned, uh, the the data on this says 70 percent of Americans. That's everybody. Black, white, old, young, Republican, Democrat, independent. Seventy percent of the people in this country do not want anything to change. So that means there's 20 to 25 percent of the country who is now in power and is getting ready to is is set up at this point if they so decide to go against what 75 percent of this country is saying and that they believe that a woman does have that right. Again, think about that. 75 percent of the people in the country, black, white, old, young, Republican, Democrat, suburban, urban, rich, poor. But 25% of the people right now are going to be calling the shots. As the last caller said, it is all about paying attention to what is happening at your state house. So right here in Indiana, you need to find out who represents you because this is the beginning of we're there. This isn't a maybe. We are there. And so I wanted to see if you guys are paying attention, and you are. So with that said, that's going to do it for this edition of The Open Line Show. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Roto on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC. It's been a pleasure being with you for this hour. We'll be back, same time, same station, next Sunday, live at 8. Until then, have a great week.